Hello and welcome to episode 200 of Fergo and the Freak. I'm that bloke from Rugby League Project, Andrew Ferguson. You can find me on Twitter, at AndrewRLP. Joining me as always is the glorious League Freak, who you can find on Twitter, at League Freak. How are you today, mate? I'm good. How are you, Andrew? I can't believe we made it to 200. That's fantastic. We did well. episodes young, eh? Yeah, yeah. We're brilliant. We did it in, oh, a year and four months. (laughs) <laughs> not bad it's like a fucking it's like every three days we'll put out two podcasts something like that yeah yeah it's um let's be honest we're just nuts yeah pretty much so much content out there and, yeah uh, we can't help being this uh talented i guess is the word pro- prolifically expert yeah yeah prolifically expert <laughs> that is us 200 episodes of prolific expertism. Yeah, and our listener numbers have grown so exponentially over that time. Yeah, these numbers are insane. They're these, incredible. These words are even better. They really are. I'm pretty articulate. Oh, yeah. Pretty and articulate. Yeah, well, you know. How you doing? I mean, some people think that because I'm incredibly good looking that I can't be this smart. And I'm like, yeah, bruh, I am. Yeah, there's, there's only one other person I know of that is as good-looking as you and as smart as you. Yeah. Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. <laughs> okay, so Should what are we doing with this truth. episode? We've done 200. What are some of the highlights of our 200 episodes? Um, I think this moment right now. Yep, definitely. Yeah, yeah this trumps everything we've done prior. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I, I like the fact that what we started out with our intention of doing for this podcast, we stuck solid and true to that for two episodes. Yeah, it was really good. We, uh, For the people that don't know, our first episode was about International Rugby League. If you scroll back down to the bottom of the list, you won't find it. It's about 20 up because I somehow managed to do that in the settings. I don't know how. But, it, was a, uh, it was a magnificent relaunch that no one was expecting, and everyone's gone, oh, a new episode. And they're listening going, this sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was our first one. What was our second one about? Yeah, good question. I feel like it, were we answering questions in episode two? No, I think that was episode three. Okay. I wonder what episode two was about. I'll go have a look. It wasn't about dra- drafts and stuff like that in the NRL, was it? Well, I don't, I don't think I, that wasn't far away. Yeah. I don't think it was the draft though. Let's have a look. Yeah. Cause, okay. uh. This is this is great content. This, right? is, really this is this is the sort of content you people have been tuning for. No, the second one was dying clubs, relocation, and expansion. Oh wow, that's pretty in depth. Um, so what we did on the first two episodes was we talked about an issue which is currently being discussed, mm-hmm. but we went through the history of it first. Yeah, yeah, and that was what we thought we'd do with every single episode. Yeah, talk about history and and the way that what happens in current day has context because of the history of the game. Yeah, and actually, we, we did make it to three episodes of that. So the third episode was answering questions. The fourth one was um, about player contracts and why the NRL draft is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. So that was our first three episodes. Okay. Great stuff. And then we just didn't do that anymore. Yeah, but they're still good. We mix in the history stuff now with more current stuff and then a laugh here and there, some guests. We try and do try and give everyone something that they might be interested in. You know, so if there's episodes that people don't like, they can always skip them, and we, we'd normally put out something for them anyway. Exactly. Now, is there any demographic that we may have missed? 
Um, I don't really know. I mean, we've uh, we probably need somebody from the United States. We still need to get a Kiwi on. I'm working on that though. And uh, you know, th- there are big markets. I guess we've got yeah. them all covered. We certainly do. Now, um, I don't know. I think um, the first thing I want to have a chat about, we'll get a bit of footy talk out of the way. Why yeah. not? Uh, last night we saw the West Tigers obliterate the Brisbane Broncos mm-hmm. in what was the Tigers essentially in about, let, let's say, third to fourth gear for most of the game. Yeah. They didn't get the top gear. No. Nah. And the Broncos were playing with the the application of a team who don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, they're done. Mentally, they are roasted. Yep. Um, there were a few moments in that game defensively where the West Tigers scored tries where a team that was putting in effort would not have allowed it. Yeah. There was one where... Um, well, both tries scored by Luciano Lailua. I mean, they came about because... Brody Croft decided that he would play um, not touch football, but air football. <laughs> the first one, Lalua ran straight and he was running towards Croft's strong shoulder mm. for, for tackling. And Croft put his hand out, not high around the shoulder or neck, but down towards Lalua's, let, let's be honest and say, it looked like he was making a subtle gesture towards his genitals. <laughs> And then realised, oh, I shouldn't be doing that. So he moved his hand away and ended up almost brushing his thigh. Yeah, yeah. And, and all he had to take was a step and bend over a little bit and he would have hit him with his shoulder. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, you, you look at some of the defensive efforts that the Broncos come up with in that game throughout the entire game, like the entire 80 minutes. And it's there's laziness there. There's really bad decisions there. There's no pride in their jersey at all, and I'm not one to normally say like pride in the jersey. I think it's a load of crap most of the time, but um, they just have given up. And, you know, it's not very often you see a team completely give up like that. Like the Titans did it at one point last year. Um, I I just think that the, the Broncos need to do a clean out. They need to get rid of a, a bunch of players. Not their young stars, but there are players there that need to go. They obviously need a new coaching staff in there. They need a new CEO, and that'd be a good start. Exactly. Um, I mean, they need to make a lot of changes. I think we've we've sort of erred on the side of being somewhat supportive of Darius Boyd over the episodes. Mm-hmm. But it was more about, not so much because of the way he plays, although that has come up a few times, but yeah. because... He signed the contract. He's entitled to stay there until he gets it finished. Yeah. And that's still... I'm still fine with that. But the way he performed against the Tigers, I think was the lowest performance in his career because he was doing things that he would never normally do. And there was a try which Benji Marshall scored where Darius Boyd was just ambling back, not even looking where the ball was, yeah. not looking where anyone was. And he yeah. ambles back in the direction of uh, the young Broncos fullback, Tessie Newey. Yeah, and Nui for a brief second, like every fullback will do, is they'll look down to see where the defenders are. They won't stop trying to catch a ball if they see defenders on them. They'll still go for it. But when you see a teammate coming towards you, you will hesitate, even mm-hmm. for a beat, mm-hmm. because you think, I don't want to collide with him. It's a teammate. Yep. 
And when you know that that teammate is a bloke who's played test football for Australia on the wing at fullback, origin, same thing. For the club, same thing. Um, and you're only a rookie. And you're only looking for a brief second. You're going to think, oh, he wants the ball. I'll let him have it. And you'll stop for a second, and then the ball bounces. And then yeah. he goes, oh, shit, he wasn't even looking at it. I've got to go for it. And it's just an absolute debacle from that point on. He got crunched in a, in a tackle. The ball squirts out. Benjamin pick, picks it up and scores an easy try. And I don't think I saw Darius Boyd at any time in that game say a single fucking word to anyone. Yeah, I noticed that. He wasn't <clears throat> like... And there was one point there, and it was towards the end of the game, and they're getting well beaten. And he's just standing there not saying anything. And part of me wonders if he's thinking to himself, man, this sucks that my career's ending this way. You know, what is he going to say at that point? I but, think, I thought the idea going through his head was, I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, pretty much. That's the that's the look I saw on his face. He's given yeah. up. He's, he's done. Yeah. He's it's, uh, done now. They just, they, they really do. They've got to start again, the Broncos. And unfortunately, can't do that mid-season when it is literally mid-season. I, uh, you know, I'd be kind of shocked if they didn't get the wooden spoon at this point. I think the Bulldogs at least try. They're way, way less talented than them, but at least they give it a go, and the Broncos just aren't giving it a go. Like, well, it might not be I, I don't the think last the Bulldogs, big smashing they get. I don't think the Bulldogs lose by 48 if they played the Tigers last night. No, 100%. And that therein lies the difference. And the the other great contrast last night was... Benji Marshall making his return to the first grade side after being dropped. Mm-hmm. And he played like he was just, he was on fire. Mm-hmm. And you can drop someone like Benji Marshall and know that he will fight his way back into that team. Whereas Darius Boyd has just cruised along this year and he's already given up. And yeah. I wonder if Seabold actually had the temerity to drop Darius Boyd, whether Boyd would fight for his spot again. Yeah, it's a good point. Would. They made Billy Walters look good. Oh, he was he he looked superb. Yeah, I mean they made Luciano Lailua look look like a bloody well better. They made him look like Payne Haas. They did, yeah. And they made Payne and the Tigers made Payne Haas look like Russell Packer. Yeah, they did. I mean, the they made Russell on. Packer look good. Mm. I mean, like the last time Russell Packer was doing that much damage, they sent him to jail. <laughs> I knew where that was going early. <laughs> But yeah, it's a it's a tough break for the Broncos. They're not a special club. None of the clubs are special, and they're going to have to uh, sort their way out of it because they're a mess. They are a complete disaster right now. So there was some good news that we found out about Corey Oates that they were saying he had a possible compound fracture of his femur last night. Yeah. Turned out it was a really bad contusion. And it, like there was a blood vessel, vessel or something broke in his leg, and it all puffed up and stuff, and freaked him out. Uh, he said he was in tremendous pain; he'd never been in that much pain before. But there's no fracture, so they're hoping he'll be back in about three weeks, which is great news. That is very good news because man, that looked horrible to start with. You mm-hmm. see the big lump on the side of his leg, and you think, "Holy fuck, his femur snapped in half, and it's trying to come out of come out of the leg." But uh... God, thank Christ for that. He stood up and looked down at it, and it's almost like his body saw it and went, nah, fuck this, we're not supposed to be doing this. Yeah, well, apparently on radio he said something along the lines of he he, he heard it pop, he heard a pop sound, and he looked down and he saw his leg like actually puffing up in real time. 
and it, he was like, it was the worst pain he's ever felt, and he knew something was really wrong. So, um, so yeah, but wow, big difference from a compound fracture. Um, so he's at, like, at least it's something that they can sort out. He's got to go in, I think, for some minor surgery. I'm guessing to take the pressure out of it. But uh, they reckon three weeks, which is fantastic news for him and a massive difference in, obviously, the injury um, between that and the compound fracture. Because compound fracture of your femur, I mean, that's that's going to be, you start thinking about your career, you know? Especially when you're getting into, you know, towards your 30s and stuff like that, like, like um, Oates is. Yeah, and he's one of their better players. Like, he never, Oates is one of those players that, he he never doesn't put the effort in. He's one of the few Broncos that actually puts in effort, so um, they're going to miss him. Yeah, although Seabold was pretty much looking like he was treating like, treating Oates like he was a problem, like, moving him from from yeah. the wing onto the bench and into the back row. <laughs> yeah, it's, when a team, gets, when a team so loses bad. six straight, let's all just blame the winger. <laughs> I know, right? And like Seabold, when you watch the uh, press conferences. And you can see he's just bewildered. He's got no idea what to do. Um, like last night in the press conference, he was talking about his injuries nonstop. Like somebody would say to him, like, oh, you know, how are you feeling? And he'd be like, oh, well, we can't even pick 17 players. There's 17 players. Oh, okay. So what did you think about this decision? Well, we've got 17 players we can't pick. And he just kept on going on and on about the injuries. That ain't going to save him. He, he's uh. He's fucking terrible as a coach and his record suggests that you know the biggest losses in the broncos history for the most part have come under him yeah it's crazy well you know the broncos have conceded uh what was it if uh, they've been kept to nil 14 times in their history since 1988 and three of those have come in their last nine no last 10 games under seabold yeah now just to change the change the uh, tone a little bit. Yep. I've got a guest. Okay. I've actually got, I've actually got two guests. Oh, nice. Yeah, she is. There's one in the background. All right. I think I know that guest. A quick phone call here. Okay. We're doing a call-in. We're going to do a call-in. Very special episode 200 call-in. We'll see how this goes. He should be fine. Hello. Mrs. Nathan, how you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? We're doing good. We're doing good. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> how you been? You've been hard at work? Yes, I have been hard at work. I just walked out of work. Now, do you work, for example, in, say, you know, an essential service? Yes, I do. Is that fixing Nathan's bike? <laughs> No, that's his task, is to fix his own bike. I brought it, he fixes it. Well, he breaks it. Well, that's it. Yeah, that too. <laughs> now, uh, do, you, do you generally think he's going to fix the bike? Um, I generally do. I'm pretty sure he's been out there tinkering with it, but I don't know if it's actually fixed yet. It's one little part that needs fixing, as far as I'm aware. Is it... Is it the um, little? Is it the little pink basket he needs on the front? Yeah, definitely. That 
to, um, which I think will just set the bike off perfectly. Um, it is something to do with the teeth, I believe it is, that makes the actual chain go around. So it's literally just taking that off and putting that on. Yeah, I've heard I've heard that he tinkers with it a lot, hey? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, he, his bike is more dusty than the paramedic eels uh, bloody, you know, trophy cabinet. It's terrible. That's true. It's pretty empty, that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's horrendous. Horrendous. (laughs) You could could even, like, the new colour would probably be dust. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. It looks like it's been weathered on purpose, but it hasn't. It's just actually weathered. I I like the way he's just like, you say to him, you know, what's wrong with the bike? And he goes, oh, it's the teeth. It's just the fucking teeth, you know? It's fantastic. (laughs) It's so random. Like, whose bike has ever been broken because of the teeth? <laughs> I know. He, um, yeah, he's just one of a kind with that, I tell you. <laughs> How is he with the shifter? <laughs> I've never seen him work with a shifter, I believe. Okay. He, he so, just works with a hammer, bending all the teeth over, going, hey, oh, the teeth are broken now. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I need a new bike. The teeth are broken. Oh, I've got to get a new bike. Yeah. Take take the hammers off him to start with. Yeah, that's it. I maybe should take it out of the garage and put it in the house because then I can be like, I can actually physically see if you touch that bike now. It's not just hidden away in the shed. That would be handy. Hey, you know, the next thing it'd be like, he'd be like, oh, I need to get some tubes for it. The tubes are gone on it. I need some tubes. And he's just coming up with words that he's heard other people say. Oh, yeah, definitely. But do you know what? He's probably going to go with at the moment if I say anything to him. Oh, coronavirus, I can't get out to get to it. <laughs> oh. Parts or whatever. He's going to use that as an excuse. I can just hear it now. Maybe the bike's got coronavirus. <laughs> um, if it did, it probably would get still. It would probably get more attention than what it does now. Yeah, maybe uh, well, it's got coronavirus then. One hundred percent, it doesn't have coronavirus because no one's been within one point five meters of it for a long time. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. That is very true as well. <laughs> it's been socially social distancing for years. Yeah, now, oh, yeah, sure. now, shame is a really good way to get people to do things. I, I, I always find that if you need somebody to do something for themselves, you just shame them into it. Um, this is obviously the ultimate shame. Um, will you continue the shaming process at home? Oh, yeah, 100%. Excellent. Definitely. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. well, now that I've got you guys to back me up, I'll be like, well, I will tell them and you haven't touched it still. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll have regular um, call-ins just to, make, just to check up on him. Yeah, just to check in to see if he's actually moved the bike yeah. from where it's sitting. Exactly right. Now, I also believe, too, that um, Nathan had a birthday during the week. Yes, he did. He did, definitely. So, nice. um, what did you get him for his four, 40, 45th birthday? <laughs> for his birthday, I actually brought him a laptop. Oh, so he can buy new teeth for the bike. Yeah, so, yeah he has no excuse not to get on the internet and buy the parts he needs. <laughs> I also brought him alcohol so he can drink while he's fixing the bike. <laughs> You know what you should do? You should go on his laptop, right? And you should put a porn filter on it. And that should be the ransom. So you're like, listen, until that bike works again, that porn filter's staying on, but you've got the password the whole time. Oh, that's 
that's gold. That's, I so should do that. Yeah. That's, I think that's also what goes. you should do is go into the uh, go into the garage, and then get a photo really close of the teeth on the uh, the cog on the bike, and then upload that photo and make it his desktop wallpaper on the laptop as well. So he's got a constant <laughs> reminder every time he turns it on. There you go. There, there's those two plans you've got in place. <laughs> yeah, they're my two plans this week to get them done. Let's see how fast that bike gets fixed. <laughs> yeah, you watch. It'll be. It'll. He'll. He'll run down to the shops and get some WD forty. Oh yeah, he'll be out there filing the teeth and make trying to clean them all up, make it all nice and good again, just to get his pawn back. Yeah, he'll be. He'll turn into a blacksmith. He'll be doing laps at the end of the week. He'll be like doing laps in the street on it. Look at work, doing wheelies and stuff and do it riding one-handed. I should make it like a long password and then just give him one letter of the password each time he does something. But then don't tell him order it in. That's even better. Yeah, just be like there's an A in there somewhere. And and then say at least one of the letters in there is uppercase. (laughs) Not telling you which one. No, no, no. There you go. That's brilliant. That, that would drive him insane. <laughs> so is, we're is full there, of ideas here. Is, is there anything you'd like to, to say to Nathan on the podcast? Sorry? Is there anything you'd like to say to Nathan on the podcast, like a message you'd like to give him? Um, <laughs> well, I'd better be nice and wish him a happy birthday. I'll be a nice wife and say I hope he did have a good birthday. But then I'm really looking forward to seeing how this bike turns out. <laughs> oh, we all are. We'll There's going to be lots of public shaming. Yeah. Oh. I mean, let's be honest. We set up the Instagram account just for Nathan's bike updates. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much oh. it. Publicity. Hopefully, some people can actually see it in person oh, yeah. instead of hidden away in the garage. With any luck, we can talk it up so much that it gets a, a worth, and you can sell it on eBay. <laughs> then he might actually have more money to buy a bike that's not broken. That's exactly right. <laughs> and then break it so you can whinge about it not being any good either. Exactly. Exactly. It'll have, it'll have the same description as an Italian rifle, dropped once, never used. <laughs> <laughs> lovely, lovely. All right, well, well, thanks for popping on, Mrs. Nathan. Not a problem at all. It was a pleasure. Absolute honour having you on. <laughs> and uh, happy birthday to Nathan. Hope he has a, a good day, and I hope he gets the bike fixed. <laughs> no problem. Thank you very much, guys. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was brilliant. That was really, really good. I'm very happy with how that went. Oh, yeah. Likewise. <laughs> wow. Imagine having a bike, a real good bike, superb bike, and you keep <laughs> just saying to, to, to your wonderful wife, oh, it's the teeth. <laughs> Have you ever seen a bike that's teeth is broken ever? No. And how do, you, how do you even break the teeth on a bike that you've never ridden? I don't know. It's impossible. I don't know what Nathan's doing. All I can say is... When it comes to bike riding, I think he's doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting on it the other way around or something. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Oh. 
Well, that was fantastic. That, that That's definitely episode 200 worthy, that is. Yeah, 100%. I'm very happy with that. So, Nathan, you know, come on, dude. you got to fix that bike. you got to get it ready. And then you can wear your, what is, what's that, that Lycra shit that they yeah. wear? Because you yeah. know Nathan wears Lycra when he rides his bike. Oh, yeah, the, the tighter the better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's got the. He's not just wearing the lycra of the play stuff. He's also managed to get one with all the fake sponsor names all over and stuff. Yeah, yeah, look official. Mm-hmm. And he gets out on his bike and just ambles down the middle of the road with a caravan of cars behind him, all beeping their horns. Yeah, it's like when you watch any of the uh, dash cams on YouTube. And my one rule is that the bike rider is always at fault. Exactly right. That is not even up for debate. Yeah. Are we, are we going to talk to Mama Shark as well? She's right here. Hello. Hello, Freaky. How's Long it going? Long time no chat. Yeah, it's been a while, hey? How are you going in ISO? Well, in, in wherever you are. How are you going? He's oh. almost in ISO again. All right. We're not quite there in isolation. No, but you've been, you're, now, you're now chatting to two Victorians. I mean, that just makes it worse <laughs> for you now. Yeah. We're down in pandemic land. <laughs> that's us. The COVID state. Like on the number plates, I've seen people take the the Mickey out of Victoria, and instead of putting the education state, it's now the COVID state. Do they call themselves the education state? The smart. Oh no, the smart state was Queensland. Yeah, that was a lot. Victoria. Yeah, that Victoria, was. Victoria. <laughs> I've seen the old, you know, people that still have their um, Nissan Pintaras and their. Um, um, old school, you know, EB Ford Falcons, you know, they've still got the Victoria on the move number plates. Okay, yeah. Absolutely. We had yeah. the Garden State for a while the too, which, State, yeah. which was odd because between the, the the droughts and the frost that we get, there's very little time for anything to actually grow in gardens. <laughs> so there you go. So, so Mama Shark, what have you thought about the podcast? Did you think that uh, when Andrew walked in last March and said, hey, I'm thinking about doing a podcast, that it would turn into what it's turned into? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. This is your 200th um, podcast, isn't it? It's yeah, a yeah. It's going to have. Oh, look, back then, back in March last year, I think it was, was it? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, we were so young. We were so young, forever young. <laughs> I want to be forever young. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I, I thought it was a marvellous idea. I thought he's, I mean, he's done like a radio course. He's, um, you know, got a, you know, got a book out there. Um, <laughs> I, I thought, okay, who, who's this um, person he's going to be doing it with? That's what I was wondering. But, yeah. you know, I, I thought, wow, it's just, it's just been hilarious. It's been great opportunities. <laughs> um, you, you guys have had some pretty special guests, including people that ride erotica um, <laughs> for, to, you know, people that actually, um, you know, look at the, the physical side to the, the game of rugby league. So you've had some really, you know, great podcasts. And, yeah, I thought it was a great idea. Yeah. And coaching the professionals, like, we'd never, ever drink a milkshake while someone's talking on the podcast either. Never. Yeah, never. I wondered if, uh, you know, people would, would be doing a podcast while intoxicated or drinking. Never. <laughs> Art of professionals. Yeah, yeah. Art of professionals, professionals. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just let that silence sit there for a sec. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been good fun. Yeah, that's what it's about, isn't it? Especially for moments like the unfortunate situation we're in at the moment with COVID, like, you know, doing a lot of things inside, indoors. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, the rest of Australia is pretty happy with it. We just fucking disassociated ourselves from Victoria. <laughs> and life went on. Shut the borders. <laughs> Shut the <laughs> Uh, now I've got a question for someone who grew up in Queensland. 
well, yeah, Mama Shark did grow up in Queensland. Are you enjoying watching the Brisbane Broncos being utter dog shit? Oh, loving it, loving it. You know, growing up in Queensland, every Sunday Mail, Courier Mail newspaper, it just had the Brisbane Broncos on the back. There was no mention of anything else that was sports-related other than what was going on with the Lions or the cricket at the Gabba. Nothing at all except the Brisbane Broncos, and it was just everywhere. And I went to um, a school where a famous Queenslander in the rugby league field went, uh, sent his kids. So, you know, it was just everywhere. But, um, yeah, it's just nice to see them um, not be so nice at the moment. <laughs> Getting flogged. Yeah. L calls them the don- donkeys. <laughs> the donkeys. Yeah. Oh, the horses as and well. And the horses. And the horses. Like she goes, oh, the horses are getting smashed, Mum. <laughs> Yeah, what about you, Freaky? What are you thinking about it? About the Broncos yeah. sucking dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think that it's uh, funny to see all of them talking about how they're a special club and this doesn't happen to them and stuff. And it's like, mm. dude, I'm watching it every week happen. I don't think there's anything special going on here. Yeah. 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 And every other club has to go through it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, back in the days when you could do the footy tipping and, and the Broncos, like you, you could easily look at, you know, oh, the Broncos, yeah, might tip them, but, you know, a good chance of winning. But now it's like, <laughs> I think I'll just go for the team playing against them. <laughs> just yeah, and the, them. The Titans are now the premier sporting club in, yeah. in, in Brisbane. Yeah, they've won Queensland. Again. <laughs> yeah. Just by being less shit, mm. which is hard to believe that the Titans can be less shit than anyone. Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. <laughs> <laughs> So what's, what's the next movie we're all going to watch together, by the way? Oh, look, I've had a few ideas. Yeah. Um, Toss them out. Oh, um, well. <laughs> we might do a poll on the on the Twitter account. Let's see what the public want to do. Well, I, I, know, I know Freaky doesn't like the movie The Notebook much. I've ne- No, I... I or, or, or refuses have, to be... Have I told the story report. about it on the podcast? Um... You might have. I think no, you did mention the notebook does have some significant relevance to um, an ex-girlfriend or something. I was with this chick and yeah. um, she said, you should watch the notebook and put it on. And yeah. I basically, within the first five minutes, I ran down what the whole movie looked like it was going to be about. And yes, she swore yeah. that I'd seen it before. And I was like, <laughs> no, nah, I hadn't. And I was just like, I was like. Right, let me guess. She's she's got Alzheimer's and he's reading her fucking memories and shit. And that was it. And she was, and so we turned it off because she said I ruined it. Oh, <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, we've got to got to think of an idea for a, a, a next movie episode. I was thinking The Rock. I've got that on DVD. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be good. We seem to have a um, Nicolas Cage sort of theme going, like we did um, Con Air, and yeah. now you're wanting to do The Rock. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking the first Kangaroos. I've never seen that, though. It has to be one we've seen. Yeah, well, I, can, I can play for us to watch. That's what we did last time. What about The Breakfast Club? I've never seen that. No, neither have I. Is that the one that's got the bloke from Die Hard in it? Yes. What bloke from Die Hard's in The Breakfast Club? You know the arsehole police um, guy? You know the one, guy. the one that had no oh, face? Oh, no, media guy. The, the guy that had oh, no, yeah. no face in John McClane and he started, um, you know, bad-mouthing him. And yeah. um, I said, I oh, know this guy. I know I've seen him before somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I I did mention he took the, the He took the uh, he took the authority off our pal when our pal was talking to 
John McLean. Yeah. Yeah, he's the uh I think he plays a principal or something, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, and he wears yeah. the same outfit. Yeah, with uh, uh, Emilio Estevez is in that. He sure is. He's wearing his um, chesty Bond singlet, yep, showing his pecs and muscles. Yep. Um, Molly Ringwald, the queen of the 80s, like romance movies, she's in it. Yeah, the 80s was pretty tough. There were some good movies in the 80s, like The Goonies. um, Die Hard. uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun with Sarah Jessica Parker. Die Hard. Die Hard. Predator. Predator. Die Hard. Um. Die Hard. <laughs> Twin, twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. That's one of my favourites. Was that the 80s? I thought that was the early 90s. No, it was just at the end of the 80s. I remember going to the drive-in um, theatre at Capella Bar in Brisbane and watching that and wondering, you know, all about the stuff in that movie <laughs> at such an early age. <laughs> Mum, why is he doing this? No. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was a good movie, that one. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, I like Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. I like I do like movies with Nicolas Cage. Um, yeah, Commando. Pretty... I love Commando. Oh. I watched that the other week. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a good movie. Um, what else? I think Predator is the best one out of the eighties, though. We might have to do Predator next. Predator, Predator. Let me tell you, no movie. Has more quotable moments than Predator. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's. I thought, I thought um, Rocky, you know, with Sylvester Stallone, had quite a few. Um... <laughs> well, that's only that's only if you count yawning, because that's what, that's that makes the same sound as <laughs> Sylvester Stallone talking. Yeah, oh, yeah. Adrian, Adrian. It's like when somebody has a stroke and they're trying to tell you what's gone wrong. <laughs> that's right. Oh, <laughs> Which is probably not far from wrong, given how much about your horse steroids he's been allegedly on. Well, we need a movie where I can bring up the famous character of Joey Greco. Joey Greco. There's a Joey Greco. Yeah. There's Joey Greco and Commando. Yeah. You, yeah. you found the token Joey Greco in that movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> he's in every movie, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, yeah. There's always the, um, you know... The Rebel, without a, with a cause. <laughs> what would be the worst movie we could watch? Like something like Les Mis. <laughs> Are you talking about the Russell Crowe version? Or yeah. The one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Russell Crowe is the only person in that movie who does not deserve to be there. Okay. okay. I've never watched it, but I can just imagine a musical would be fucking terrible. Unless it was Grease. Grease is one of the best movies. Oh, Great soundtrack. Yeah. Even you like it, don't you? Oh, it's great. It's just the best acting, you know. John Travolta acts his guts out in that one. <laughs> it's electrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's definitely a Joey Greco in that movie, that's for sure. They're all Joey Greco. He's a Joey Greco. He's Italian, Italian man. <laughs> Italian stallion. <laughs> oh. we'll, have to, we'll have to select one. Yeah. yeah. We have plenty of suggestions. Exactly. We'll, we'll ask the uh, we'll ask the fan base. Yeah. And if one of them just manages to fluke one that we, we agree with, then we'll go with it. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair enough. Yeah, I like that idea. Because it's been a while. People watch them too. We weren't sure if people were going to watch those episodes, and they, they did. You had a good, to them. good yeah. following on those particular podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. We've also been asked to do a uh, another trivia. 
Oh, oh, yes, please. It'd be 2010 can, can to 2020. Can I participate? Yeah, yeah, that's the idea of it. It'd be 2010 to 2020. That'll, 2010 yeah. to 2020. NRL. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, I think I'll be all right with that one. I was alive during that time. Yeah, yes. yeah. I, I was definitely a fan of the of the sport. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll drum up those questions over the next... You know. Oh, is it between me and Freaky again? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he needs okay. to claw some. He needs to get some dignity back after he got his ass hey, whooped. Fuck you, <laughs> fucking dignity. <laughs> <laughs> ass whooped. Oh, and and I heard you you got Mrs. Nathan on the podcast today. Yes. Yeah. She's fantastic. It's good. She is. She um, definitely is. Yeah. I I know she'll be listening to this podcast. Mrs. Nathan, you are awesome. We're gonna uh, we'll try and make her a bit more of a regular on here. We need we need bike updates. Yeah. Why don't we just get her on for? Oh, get she'd her love just to, to come back on again. I bet we might just get her to record like a little one minute update on the bike, or even ten seconds. We'll be like, it's still sitting in the garage. It's still sitting in the garage. <laughs> that would every be week, good. every episode. Yeah, that'll just be a constant reminder to Nathan. Oh yes, yes. He, he he himself would love to go on the podcast as well. Well, he can fix the bike, and we'll yeah, just we'll yeah. open negotiations. Well, for for his reward, he can come onto the podcast once he's fixed. Got that? Um, what was it? Um, got the teeth, the teeth fixed on the bike. The teeth fixed up. But he has to ride his bike to your house. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, he, he owes me some Cronulla Sharks gear. Yeah. yeah. He can put that in his little pink basket. Yeah. <laughs> well, does he have um, streamers on the handlebars? He yeah. should do. Rainbow ones. <laughs> yeah. He's got a basket with a big sunflower on the front. Exactly. Yeah. It's got to be pink with the yellow sunflower. Yep. Does he have a pink, yellow, or red stack hat? It'd be pink. <laughs> Definitely pink. Yeah. I wonder if we should get him to spray paint his bike as well. Maybe maybe Mrs. Nathan can get her in to spray paint his bike. Make it the appropriate colour. That would be funny. Yeah. Imagine if we got super elaborate and we, like, taught Mrs. Nathan how to spray paint properly just without him knowing. <laughs> he goes to work one day, comes back, and he's he's finally fixed his bike up, but then he comes home and notices it's all just bright fluoro pink. Yeah. Even the wheels, even the tyres. Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be yeah. good. She could, uh, she could even put, like, a... Uh, like a stencil on it. So he's got the two wheels on it. She could stencil on it like two on the pink. Because <laughs> the wheels, you know. <laughs> That's right. That would be, uh, that would be very, very fitting. Yeah. I can just imagine the look on Nathan's face. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are recording this episode while uh, Super Saturday's on. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the scoreline? Well, the Dragons have just beaten the Bulldogs 23-22. Oh, man. The way they lost that game is so... It makes me angry. They were both playing so crap. But then at the end, like, the Bulldogs just crapped it out really bad. They did. They were horrible to watch. Mm. It, was, it, was a, it was a definitely one of those hard-watch games. Yep. Um, how many wooden spoon battles are we going to get? You know, we've had, like... One or two wooden spoon games every week for the, since the game returned. Yeah, yeah. I think that we're eventually going to get a game between the Bulldogs and the Broncos that it, it's going to be the battle. Yeah. 
how it feels like anyway. Exactly. It's um the uh, the the Bulldogs were were fighting, and I mean they scored twenty two points more than what the what the uh, Broncos have scored. Yeah, exactly. That's why uh, I mean they they're way less talented, but they put in effort at least. I think the Bulldogs should just give Steve George Arliss the coaching role for, till the end of next year. Yeah, I can't I can't see that being a worse decision than hiring Trent fucking Barrett. Exactly. He wasn't very good, was he? Nah, Just Trent reason. Barrett is garbage. <laughs> and also as an update, it's uh, 15 minutes into the Roosters-Knights game and the Knights are up 10-0. Roosters to South's Knights. Hey, South's Knights, isn't it? Oh, sorry, South's Knights, yeah. Yeah, South yeah, Sydney that's... is the green and, and red one, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't tend to... I don't really follow the game. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's you just look at the stats afterwards, don't you? Yeah, I just see numbers and go. Let's just talk about the numbers. Yeah, yeah. I don't look at the colours. Who cares about you? The colours don't come through in numbers. Um, can we get an update on how all of the English players are going in this game? By the way, because that's all I'm getting recently from Pommy fans who just think that their players are really important when they're not. Okay, let's see if we can get some updates on the Pommy players. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll try and see what I can do, see if I can get updates for all of the Pommy players um, for this weekend. We've got... I've, I've yeah. just seen a news a news article on the NRL website, and it's just, yeah. just reading the headline here, mm-hmm. and it's one of those no-shit Sherlock headlines. Mm-hmm. Cleary adamant potential Barrett exit won't derail the Panthers. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, they're... There's a reason why he's not fighting to get him back. Exactly. Okay, we'll check out the uh, all of the Pommy players from Roosters Raiders game. So, for Ryan Hall, didn't play again. Yep. Shocker. Uh, for the Raiders, uh, Hodgson didn't play. Yep. And. Who was that other one that came across and he... Williams. Wanted, no, the, the other one who wanted all the money and he decides to get injured oh, all the time. Bateman. Yeah, yeah Bateman. Bateman. He didn't play. Didn't play, yep. Uh, Whitehead played for 80 minutes. Oh, he, he really stood out. Yeah. Uh, nine runs for 53 metres. 12 oh, that's big. contact metres. Ooh. Two tackle breaks. Eight hit-ups. Oh. Um... Received the ball 14 times. Tackle efficiency, 97.1%. I guess that's pretty good. He made 34 tackles and had one missed. Terrible. And he gave away one penalty. Of course he did. <laughs> uh, George Williams. He also played for 80 minutes. Scored a try. Yeah, it was good. He scored the same sort of try that uh, Papali scored. Yeah. So I kind of put them on the same level in terms of playmaking ability. <laughs> Uh, he had six runs for 60 metres, which was uh, three three runs less than Whitehead and seven metres more. So maybe Williams should move into the uh, back row. Yeah, I had a bunch of pomps saying, why don't you get started attacking Whiten? And I was like, uh, why? <laughs> uh, Whitehead had 12 post-contact metres. Williams had eight. That's not too go. much different. Yeah. Williams also had a line break. Someone described George Williams to me as an English version of Brad Drew. And it was spot on. 
He's not a halfback. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I thought I thought you were going to say for a second that they were going to call him the English version of Brad Fittler. <laughs> no, Jesus Christ, no. Uh, Williams England also had an offload. Has England ever produced a player as good as Brad Fittler? Ellery Hanley. No. Nah. Yeah. Come on, man. He's there. No. Yeah. Um, what does Mama Shark think? I was about to say, I don't know, like Adrian Morley. Just kidding. <laughs> Can you she make said... her leave the room, please? <laughs> <laughs> Williams also had an offload, three dummy passes, 24 passes. I was just joking. Um, he made 20 tackles, missed two. And what is he? He forced a dropout. He had kept putting one grubber, two long kicks, one error, one penalty, and he was being put on report. So what I'm hearing is these English players are garbage. Is what you're saying? Is that um, what you're saying? Like, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say they um great <laughs> run of the mill garbage. <laughs> They're just run of the mill. Middle of the road, unremarkable. Um, no English players in the in the Melbourne Storm team. Yeah, that's why they're so good. Um, no one knows if there's any in the Titans because no one knows where the Titans players yeah, come from these the days. Titans. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't know. There's no there's no one there called Jordan, so there's, they can't be anyone from England <laughs> on that side. There's none in the Panthers. There's none in the Eels, and look at where all those teams are. There's none in the Tigers. Yep. Oh, hang on. No, sorry. The Tigers have got Chris McQueen, England's oh, yeah. He's probably one of their best second rowers in the last 20 years. <laughs> Him and Chris Ironton. Oh, well, Hino's left. Yeah. Retired. Yeah, McQueen. I mean, he, he won. I can't I can't check his stats because of my stupid browser. Um <laughs> Dragons, they don't have any poms anymore. No. And they won 28-22. Yeah, they've gotten better since their only pom left. And it was actually a decent pom that they lost. Well. Um, yeah. The Bulldogs, do they have any poms? Yeah, they've got uh, what's-his-face that come out of quarantine, remember? Oh, yeah, the young fella. Yeah, middle of the road, Mr. Good, Mr. Unremarkable. Luke Thompson, that's him. Yeah. I thought because he was English, his name was Jordan. Oh, they, I know, Jordans. Why are you calling the kids Jordan? I don't know. But uh, Luke Thompson, let's see what he had today. 13 runs, 126 metres. Well, he's the best pommy so far. Wow. 55 post-contact metres. That's pretty solid. That's incredible against a team that doesn't defend. Yeah. Um, 13 hit-ups. And one dummy pass. Oh, he's a bit of a ball player. Incredible, and he lost. 13 touches, made 33 tackles, missed three, one was ineffective. Yeah. Um, 55, 52 minutes in his first stint and then 11 minutes in the second stint. Oh, wow, so he can't even play 80 minutes then, is what you're saying. Well, he is more of a front rower, so that's probably to be expected, but he did play more minutes than Napa and Tolman. <laughs> so there's yeah, some good company. That he's, he's, he's outplaying some good company exactly. there. Yeah, exactly. That's his level. Napa <laughs> and Tolman. Um, for the Rabbitohs at the moment, they've got they've still got Poms there, haven't they? They've got uh, one they've left. Got, they've got Thomas Burgess. Yeah. Who's 
At the moment, after 22 minutes, he's... Is he asleep? Um, four runs for 50 metres. He's also got 15 kick return metres. What? Yeah. That's, I guess, from the kickoff, eh? I, I don't know. That That's a bit odd. Uh, 27 post-contact metres, which is not too bad for what he's done so far. Just look Three. at his, his stats, too. He's got... Uh... He's also got six and a half feet of dick. I have heard that, but when you compare that with George Williams, <laughs> well, it's laughably small, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Poor old George. I heard when he, he went for a jog at the park the other day and he just ended up ploughing the whole park. Yeah, he's a uh, poor bugger. Having all the chicks down in Canberra chasing after him. It, it's a hard life. Yeah. So yeah, the, that's that's the Pommy Roundup. We should probably do do a stat section where we do Pommy Roundup every episode just for the English fans. Yeah, they'll really enjoy it. I know they like hearing what I have to say about English players, so it'll be good. <laughs> so there you go. We've got the uh, we've got the Pommy data in there. Mm-hmm. What other stuff's been going on in the World of Rugby League? Uh, not much else, eh? It's just been games, which has been really good. Yeah. Um, do you reckon... We'll go back to the Broncos thing. Do you reckon the Broncos have got the balls to sack Seabold? No. No, these are why. No, I think if they were going to sack him, it would have been really quick. They would have sacked him today, surely. Surely. Like, just... what, what would they wait for? I don't know. And this is the thing. It's not like they can't afford to sack him. They've got plenty of cash. They can sack him whenever they want. Yeah, but they have to pay him out so much money if they sack him. Yeah, but it's not like... They've got plenty anyway. Yeah. They could definitely afford it. But it's hard for... Say you're the CEO, and like 18 months ago, you're going to the board and saying, yeah, we've got to pay this guy six million bucks. He's the dude. And then you go in tomorrow and you're like, listen, he's not the dude. We've got to pay him six million bucks, but I've got another dude who we've got to pay six million bucks. <laughs> it's just a hard sell, you know. Given the uh, the track record that the Broncos have now set by getting rid of a coach who was making the club better again and has gone to another club and has helped them become a regular in the top top eight during the regular season, and that's Wayne Bennett, mm-hmm. and they replaced him with someone like Anthony Seabold. Yeah. Um. If they were to sack him, keeping on form with what they've currently done by signing Seabold, who would they sign to replace him? And they, it's, hard, it's hard to answer that because Trent Barrett's already been signed by the Bulldogs, apparently. Yeah. Who would they go after? They'd go after, like, um, hmm. See, I'm thinking they might go after Kearney. God, can you imagine? <laughs> what if they got the Walker brothers in? The Walker brothers are revolutionary. Have you heard that? Yeah, every time a coaching job comes up, those blokes are always in the conversation, but they never get the gig. Yeah, there's always words they use around the Walker brothers. They're um, revolutionary. Uh, it's like when a player is described as mercurial. <laughs> it's like, what does that mean? It normally means they're inconsistent. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting thing, because I think even at the moment, the Walker brothers are, are currently being reported as in conversation for the Warriors gig. Yeah, well, the thing was too that the like Andrew Moore of two night Andrew Moore of ABC Radio, he said they'd sign them, 
And then everyone come out and said that's BS. And so it'll be interesting to see if they actually sign for the Warriors, but it would be a very Warriors thing to do to not just sign a good, solid coach to do something weird instead. Yeah. I, it's crazy too because you're not just signing one coach, you're now signing two coaches at the same time. Yeah, it's it's great. They'll be able to so, they'll be able to sack two coaches, um, and given that if they gave them a one year deal, I mean that's hilarious, eh? <laughs> like that's that's all of the uh, you know we we show a complete faith in you, but you only got a one year deal. It's like go yeah. away. See if yeah, I'm signing. Full, full faith, but none. Yeah, you gotta love that. Right. Is there any other any other stuff you want to chat about? Uh, no, just that uh, the website, uh, the website, the podcast has gone good. Two hundred episodes. Looking forward to the next two hundred. Um, we've got some really big news coming up pretty soon, but we're keeping that close to our chest. We certainly are. We certainly are. Um, that is some awesome news. Oh yeah, I can't wait. I mean, we spent a good two hours talking about that last night. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> We've got some things lined up. Oh, yeah. Um, have we had any emails? We got an email, but I'm going to save it for the next episode. Okay, okay. That's fair enough. We've got no new comments. We did have another five-star rating come through, but there's no comment attached, so. Okay, that's fine. As long as we get five-star ratings, that's all we ask for, really. Great, sounds like a hotel service. It does. Yeah, it, does. <laughs> it does mean though that we no, no hotel security. <laughs> it does. It does mean though that we don't have sixty nine ratings anymore. Oh, Andrew. <laughs> oh Jesus. We're up to seventy now. I feel like there's going to be some celebration tonight for two hundred. How about that? You going to get drunk? No, I'm not talking about me. Ah, oh, Nathan, he's going to get drunk. <laughs> Come Nathan. on, man. He's going to fix his bike. That's Nathan's how he celebrates. Nathan's going to be in the garage, in the shed. Someone's going to get ridden anyway. <laughs> oh, dear. We'll go with Nathan's bike. Oh, shit. Uh, you went there. I did. Yeah. So, so I want to thank everyone for listening to us and subscribing to us and getting their friends to listen to us and spreading the word because it's been fantastic and we couldn't have done it without our listeners. Um, so I want to thank everyone for that. Absolutely. And we're going to uh, continue on. We've got a few more history episodes lined up coming up soon. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we'll keep that going. Yeah. Probably get a few more Ask Kenties in there soon too. Yeah. You want to keep You want to keep doing the podcast then? Yeah, yeah. I'm keen to keep going. Yeah, I am too. Let's, why not? So let's, let's line up for another 200 episodes. That'll keep us busy for the next four or five months. Okay, let me just write this down. 200 more episodes. All right, cool. Done and sorted. <laughs> All righty, people. Well, thanks for tuning in. You can always um, catch us on Twitter at Fergo Freak Pod. We're on Instagram at Fergo Freak Pod. Uh, we're on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. Uh, oh, we've got our own website, FergoOnTheFreak.com. Yeah. You can drop us an email at podcast at leaguefreak.com. And if you make it a good one, we'll make we'll do what we did a couple of episodes ago, and we'll have an episode where we read out your email and discuss it all. And yeah, always remember to leave us a five star rating and review on on your podcast device, and we'll read them out. And if it's a good one, we'll put them up on the website as well. Yeah, it's always good. We've got to chuck up some of the new ones we've got. I'll do that this week. Uh, and yeah, they're always good. Our reviews are pretty cool. Absolutely, they are. They're getting better. 
Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Absolutely. So uh, happy 200th episode, mate. Yeah, congratulations. And uh, happy birthday, Nathan. Happy birthday, Nathan. Um, congratulations to everyone involved. Exactly. <laughs> Just in anything, if you've done something, good luck to you. Yeah. Stay isolated. Yeah, keep isolated. Don't go near anyone. You don't want to catch something. That's right. Stay safe. Yes, and, stay safe. Um, we'll catch you all next time.